Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by Richardson Brothers Chevrolet in Floresville. Introducing more mystery plants. Welcome to part three of our mystery plants revealed series, in which we're revealing the stars of the Wilson County News Mystery Plant Slash Plant ID contest held earlier this year, leading up to the South Texas Home and Garden Show in March. Some plant fans may have guessed what the nine plants we featured have in common. Each is a Texas native or an introduced species that has naturalized here, is beneficial in one or more ways to pollinators and other wildlife, and has one or more edible parts, whether flower, stem, leaves, or roots. So far, we've introduced you to purslane, American beautyberry, and goldenrod. Here are two more of our stars. Stinging nettle. We featured stinging nettle, Urtica dioica, specifically heartleaf nettle, Urtica chamadrides, in early February. Heartleaf stinging nettle and other stinging nettles, not to be confused with bull nettle, a totally separate species, are perennials and are one of the first plants to show up in the spring. Often the first clue that you found a stinging nettle is that immediate, very painful burning sensation that then lingers for a day or two. Tyronfarms.com compares the pain to a jellyfish sting, while also stating that the plant is actually a flavorful, high-protein superfood with a long history of use as a culinary, medicinal, and fiber plant. According to athyweeds.com, from the nutrition point of view, they pack a wallop are rich in vitamin A, potassium, magnesium, and calcium. They are also high in protein and when cooked are very mild, tasting similar to spinach but slightly rougher. Sources of recipes and information about other important uses for nettle include books by Nicole Aplian, Ph.D., The Forager's Guide to Wild Foods and The Lost Book of Herbal Remedies. Singing nettle is effective and widely used for treating allergies, including hay fever, and nettle leaf tea and nettle capsules can be readily found on store shelves. In all cases, use gloves and or tongs when handling stinging nettle. Easily identifiable stinging nettle leaves must be harvested when very young before the flowers appear. Once flowers appear, the leaves should no longer be harvested. However, the flowers may be dried and used along with the dried leaves to make an herbal tea. Tips for growing, it goes without saying that location and containment are key factors in deciding whether and where to grow stinging nettle for your own use, and for the benefit of several colorful butterflies, whose larvae depend on it as their main food plant. Wearing gloves to prevent those tiny hairs, made of silica, from penetrating your skin, plants may be propagated by dividing them at the roots, or you may collect seeds to either start indoors a few weeks before the last expected frost, or else sow directly into the garden or container. They will grow well in full sun and also part shade. Yelp and holly. Yelp and holly, Ilex vomitoria, is one of only about 60 species of plants in the world known to be a source of caffeine, and the only caffeine-producing plant native to the United States, according to several sources. The leaves and stems of yelp and holly are dried and used as tea, and sometimes are roasted to give them a deeper flavor, closer to that of coffee. Claims about the amount of caffeine in yelp and holly tea as compared to coffee vary. The native Texas species is a small evergreen bush or tree with light gray bark that thrives best in full sun but also may be found growing in filtered sunlight, including as an understory plant. Not only are yapans attractive little trees that can serve as hedges and privacy screens, their long tap root makes them drought and heat tolerant. The red berries on the female trees are favorites of several birds. The leaves and stems of both male and female yapan hollies are equally good sources of tea.
There are numerous online recipes and hints for methods to make the best tea, including step-by-step directions at foragingtexas.com. Caution and Open Holly has a toxic lookalike, the invasive wild privet. See foragingtexas.com for photos and helpful identification tips. Note that yop and holly leaves are a little lumpy on the edges and are alternately arranged on the stem, while privet leaves are smooth and are arranged opposite each other along the stem. Tips for growing According to thespruce.com, yop and holly is best propagated from small, semi-hardwood cuttings taken in the fall. Wildflower.org advises they also can be grown from seeds and transplants. The female trees require at least a half a day of sunlight in order to produce the berries. If you buy a tree from a grower, be sure you get a female if you want to attract berry-eating birds. Look for part four in this series in next week's issue. Ginger Coleman was trained and certified as a Texas master naturalist with the Gulf Coast chapter in Houston. Since moving to her small acreage in the Stockdale area, she continues to learn and share knowledge about the native plants, birds, and other wildlife in the Wilson County area. A Wilson County News employee and member of the Wilson County Beautification Association, Ginger has contributed photos and information for the newspaper's planned ID-slash-mystery plant contest leading up to the South Texas Home and Garden Show for the past three years. Plants Inspire Poetry Sharon Pike Todd of La Vernia sent this little poem by Edward Thomas, 1878-1917, along with her guests in February, when Hartleaf's stinging nettle was featured as our mystery plant. Tall nettles cover up, as they have done. These many springs, the rusty harrow, the plow, long worn out, and the roller made of stone. Only the elm but tops the nettles now. Words of caution, ethics, and more. If you plan to eat plants found in the wild, you must be diligent to positively identify the plant before using or ingesting any part of the plant. If you have any doubt whatsoever about the identity of a plant, you must assume it's not edible. Some edible plants have lookalikes that are toxic. Don't consume plants that have been contaminated with herbicides, pesticides, or other chemicals. If you have health conditions that restrict your diet or if you are pregnant, first check with your doctor. Consume only a small amount when trying it first, in case of allergies. There are laws and ethics in place for collecting native plants and seeds, for general guidance, consult the collection policy of the Native Plant Society of Texas at policy slash and foraging ethics at foragingtexas.com. Many common foods and especially leafy greens, whether foraged or cultivated, contain oxalic acid, which should not be consumed in large quantities at one sitting. Large quantities may cause various health issues. See some notes on oxalic acid for foragers at eatthetweed.com. For help with identifying plants, in addition to the resources in this article, iNaturalist is an excellent citizen science app that not only helps individuals learn, but also contributes valuable research data. Visit iNaturalist.org or learn about iNaturalist at South Texas Home and Garden Show Workshop, March 9th, Wilson County News. Reader at WCNOnline.com.